there welcome in welcome back to another episode of the format podcast uh you know what it is we're gonna talk some nba ball and who's the biggest name in the nba of course one lebron james so we're gonna get to that in a second but before we do you know what it is let's go ahead and make sure we click that subscribe that like and that notification bell so you know when uh new episodes of the show come out and you can be on time with that and you can uh, make sure you're on top of this new content we're consistently bringing you now uh, make sure you also give us that uh, five star review if you already want that um if you also i'm sorry want the uh, audio only version of the podcast just make sure you go to your audio only platform uh type in the format podcast do a little search you should find us you can subscribe uh if you love the show um, please make sure you give us that thumbs up make sure you leave comments on youtube and on your audio platform definitely helps us rise in the algorithm helps more sports fans find us and helps us find more sports fans and finally if you really enjoy the show the out of the box thinking the not parroting of the same old narratives then please make sure you go ahead and share that with other sports lovers who you think might do the same all right let's get to it lebron james lebron james lebron james we're going to talk about him why because he's the biggest name in the league and we have to okay um this is not about what type of player he is or what type of player he's not this is not about that but it is interesting one of the biggest problems i've had with lebron throughout his career was his manipulation of the media now the media didn't have to do it they didn't have to go along with it but all that to me kind of leads to a lot of the false narratives that we see in terms of uh how this guy is viewed and his place in history so on and so forth now uh if you know me you know i'm not the biggest lebron james guy um i i don't buy into all the stuff he's done off the court affecting how we view him as a player and all that with that said thus far he's had a tremendous career on the court off the court he's never gotten in any problems he's done a great job holding up the face of being the weight of the nba total credit due what i don't like is uh you know how we have to go about denigrating other players in order to lift him up i think he's got faults in his game flaws in his game but whatever whatever this video is not necessarily a breakdown of that it's just my thoughts on um lebron james and the media manipulation and i really don't like the antics one of the things i don't like is that for a while now pretty much uh since he left miami and even a bit in miami not so much because pat riley was there pat riley runs things but for a while now lebron james has been in control of his teams in control of his rosters he makes the major decisions in terms of the major players that he wants to bring in to play with him uh pretty much everything is run through him he has had almost unchecked power for at least the second half of his career or maybe a little more than that but with all that said you know some people call that player empowerment some people like that i mean they're gonna point back and say well don't you think that people ran it past michael jordan if the if the team was gonna make decisions or magic johnson etc but we've never seen anything like this but my issue is this right lebron james has nearly unchecked power and has for quite some time on the teams he's played on but when things go bad he's never the one that has to face the responsibility for it as a matter of fact he often passes the buck makes passive aggressive tweets as if he's not responsible we go back to the kevin love thing with the stop trying to fit in fit out blah 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 like you wanted kevin love there and if i'm not mistaken originally you were the one that told him to fit out then when he was fitting out you started telling him to fit in and all this nonsense right um we can go forward coming all the way up to the Lakers uh we see he basically traded away the Lakers entire young core so that they could pull Anthony Davis in from uh New Orleans and obviously that helped right because that ended up getting him that fourth championship in the bubble season now uh we can debate till the cows come home on whether or not if that was a full normal season 
Uh, would he have won the championship? I don't believe so. Three out of four seasons so far in LA, he has not made it through the season healthy um, because we see that uh, uh, during the bubble season, obviously he had the four and a half months off. We also know Anthony Davis does not consistently make it through the season healthy. I think he's dinged already five games in for the Lakers, right? So we look at this and we say, oh, okay, you know, this is problematic, right? Um, so LeBron is at the point now where he's basically, and you know, he has been kind of a stat chaser and a stat pattern for his entire career. Now he has had the benefit of those stats leading to multiple championships and multiple finals runs. But if you watch them closely, not as a fan, but really observing kind of the way he plays the game, et cetera, he does a lot of stat padding. And especially when he sees like games are getting out of control or it's, you know, not a position where he can win, he's going to make sure he gets his numbers, right? Not my opinion. If you go back and look, that's kind of what it is. Even if you go back to just last year, you'll see that's kind of how it is, right? So this is a guy who always makes sure he gets his numbers and hey, his numbers are pristine, right? His numbers are what kind of puts him in this argument, right? The numbers, the trips to the finals, the 14 championships this season you know barring anything ridiculous and we are not at all wishing any type of injury on him right we want him to to achieve the goal that he's about to achieve and that's becoming the all-time leading regular season score passing the great uh kareem abdul jabbar we want him to get his flowers for that because no matter how you feel about lebron as a player it takes a tremendous amount of discipline in body mind and spirit to be able to play at a high level for this long to be able to achieve uh you know such a milestone which many thought would never be eclipsed and you know who knows now we can get into the it's a whole lot easier to do it with the amount of threes people are shooting today it's a whole lot easier to do it with the fact that defense pretty much legislated out of the nba blah 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 we can do all that but it's not really the time at the end of the day he's going to get this milestone and when it happens you got to give him his due because he has put in the work again the time the work with his body to be able to be in this position and play at a high level for a very long time now again just just keep in mind you know the game is so much less physical it's easier to last longer it's the same thing in the nfl it's the same thing in the nba right but anyway moving right along so my my, my biggest issue is lebron and how he controls the media and how um it, now you can say no he doesn't control me but let's be real here he's he's got a lot of control over the media and how his his image is presented and and how he plays things right and then of course his own social media etc cetera, etc cetera. so um earlier this season i i want to say it was after the first or second game jj reddick had this to say and it drove me crazy check it out when the three the, the three best players in the lakers have played together it's a small sample size but including last night when russ is on the court ad is on the court lebron is on the court this team is 11-11, and they have not done enough to address their roster deficiencies this offseason. So for a team success, I think it's a play-in berth, and I, I think they get the 7 or 8 seed. But I look at the Lakers season this way. I look at the Lakers season that we should treat this season as a celebration of LeBron's individual greatness because he will at some point hopefully pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and become the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. And that should be what this season is about. Because to, to Wilbon's point, I agree with this. Spending all day every day talking about their deficiencies, no. that's not great. We know who this team is. They, 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 since they won the championship, they got in the playing game the following season, and they didn't even make the playing game the next season. This team has a lot of deficiencies, and this season should be about LeBron James. 
Now, basketball is supposed to be a team game, right? J.J. Reddick played for the ultimate team first coach in Mike Krzyzewski at Duke. J.J. Reddick knows what a team game is because he's never been a superstar. He's always been a role player. He had to play his role. Um, he's been an elite marksman in the league for the duration of his career. We know what type of player he was. He understands what a team game is. Move, cut, pass, shoot, blah, 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 right? So for him to say something like that was inconceivable to me. This is a guy who you would think would know basketball. And to say something like that is crazy. But it speaks to the same thing I've been talking about. The control that LeBron James has and has had over the media for so much of his career, right? Um, I heard... Uh, NBA analyst uh, for FS1, Rick Buecher, say that, you know, earlier in his career, he was trying to kind of get into speak with LeBron, et cetera, et cetera. And LeBron's guys told him basically like, nah, we're, we're not letting you in here. You're a Kobe guy. Now, all this is what narrative, all this is positioning and trying to control the media in that you only talk to your guys and you're only going to talk to guys that are going to prop you up and lift you up and continue to uh, push your narrative like all that to me is not cool. Like if you do what you're supposed to do on the court, which for most people, they're going to believe LeBron has done and what his numbers are going to say he has done. Like, why do you need all that extra nonsense? It's totally uncalled for. It's totally unnecessary. Let your game do the talking, right? All the great ones from the past did that. Let your game do the talking. Now, I understand there was no social media back then, et cetera, et cetera. But I've always said this. I never understand this whole and it's odd because, you know, I'm a communications and journalism guy. But it's odd to me that this whole thing of building your brand and blah, blah, blah. Like if you do what you're supposed to do and master your craft, your brand is just going to come along with that. So all that other stuff has is, is always been confounding to me, but it is what it is. So you hear a guy like JJ Reddick, who has a very national platform. He also has a podcast. Um, he's the ESPN guy. He's an analyst. Say something like, basically, we shouldn't worry about what the team is doing. This is a celebration of LeBron James' individual greatness. That is insane. Insane to me, right? Basketball is a five-man game, but I guess it hasn't been for a very long time. Then you look at a guy like LeBron James, who brought the current team for the most part together right you wanted russell westbrook there right you wanted him there why did you want him there because you wanted to grease the skids to try and get another championship you've been doing this for a long time right you figured out the formula right you want uh you want a big three with, with a with a with a hefty um roster so that you can make your run to the championship easier now a lot of people are going to say the boston celtics did it first bruce you're a celtics fan so that's why you're saying that but let's be real here paul paul pierce um uh, had been in the league 10 years already, right? Had already been in the league 10 years and been an elite player and tried to, um, he had been to the Eastern Conference Finals, I believe twice by that point already, tried to drag his team over the top, okay? Um, Kevin Garnett had been in the league 13 years already, had been to the Western Conference Finals, tried to drag his team over the top, had done just about everything he could do. Ray Allen had been in the league at that time 12 years already, 1996, right? So all these guys had been in the league for a long time and done a lot right so now ray allen gets traded there kevin garnett gets traded there to boston right paul pierce welcomes him with open arms all that other stuff goes to the side they win a championship in 2008 make another finals run in 2010 probably would have made another finals run in 2009 if kd's knee didn't um uh, give up on him if he didn't have that major knee injury that he couldn't come back from um but what i'm trying to say is let's not try to make false equivalencies here the celtics 
did it through shrewd business moves and through trades where LeBron James basically uh, manipulated things and tried to bring super teams together with guys that were younger in their careers than the Celtics big three. So now this is a guy who's been trying to stack rosters for years coming back forward to the Lakers, right? So he's with, he wants Russell Westbrook. He could have had Buddy Heald and um, he could have had Buddy Heald and some other complimentary players when he got Russell Westbrook, but no, that wasn't a big enough name. That wasn't a top 75 guy. So why do I want him here? He probably can't help me win a championship. I mean, yeah, it's going to be good to have a shooter, but no, I need another top 75 guy. Now, anybody with any type of basketball IQ should have known from jump, Russell Westbrook is a guy that must have the ball in his hands at all times. Can't play without it a la LeBron, right? LeBron can't play without the ball. So why would you want another guy like that there, right? We constantly laud LeBron's basketball genius, his IQ, this, that, and the third, right? But that was one of the dumbest moves I've ever seen in terms of roster creation. But that was his call. So now he's upset because Russell Westbrook is there and because the Lakers don't want to trade him away and completely mortgage their future into the 2030s because LeBron doesn't want him there anymore. And LeBron is trying to get another chip, man. Come on. And then you're out here. We know that you figured out last season that you can't win. So you're saying, man, forget this. I'm just chasing numbers, right? You average 30 in year 19. We've never seen a guy in year 19 put up this type of high level of play. But all those numbers you were putting up, they did nothing. They contributed not to winning, right? Okay, cool. So now this season, you're upset going into the season because you're still getting your numbers. You know you're going to pass Kareem, but you want a chance to win the championship again. And the Lakers are like, nah, we're not trading away Russell Westbrook and giving up even more future draft capital down the road. We're not doing it, right? So you're upset. You got what you wanted. You got everything you wanted, but now you're upset. So now you're making cryptic Instagram posts. How long will you be taken for granted? Bro, come on. Are you serious right now? How long will you be taken for granted? Stop this. Stop this. And by the way, all this passive aggressive stuff you've been doing all these years, I don't know where the rest of y'all come from, but that's not how a man acts. A man got something to say, a man says it. I'm not saying LeBron James is not a man, but um, I don't know <laughs> where I come from and, and how I came up. A man got something to say, he says it. He doesn't do all this passive aggressive nonsense. So what I want to know from you is what do you think about LeBron's control of the media? What do you think about J.J. Reddick's uh, comments on we should take this season as a celebration of his individual greatness and basically ignore how crappy the Lakers are, what a dumpster fire they are? And uh, uh, what do you think about LeBron's passive aggressiveness? Go ahead, leave those comments in the comments section. Make sure you share this podcast with others if you know they'll like it too. And I'm out. Peace.